Welcome to Birdies or Bust with Busted Weaver. Is it Busted Weaver or Busted Marty? Well, I've been called worse, so uh, either one is okay with me. <laughs> See you like the way that I walk. That's just how I do it. You see you like the way I sing when I talk. That's just how I do it. You see you like Welcome the way to our uh, first of many podcasts um, sponsored by the WSCGA to uh, highlight what's going on in the golf world and more importantly golf in south carolina women's golf in south carolina um we're gonna start off with uh let's talk about some COVID 19 that seems to be the hot topic now it definitely is a hot topic and i'm thinking that um i'm sure there are some people out here or out there excuse me who are uh probably tired of talking of covid but it's front and center especially in south carolina um and I can say, actually, as a golfer with uh, underlying health issues, I appreciate what the WSCGA and um, their host clubs are doing to help us feel safe and comfortable at events. They're offering single rider carts when possible and always offering the option to walk, um, box lunches. The awards are being presented um, by flight to avoid large gatherings. Um, the WSCGA is offering masks and hand, hand sanitizer, just about anything we can think of for you to feel safe and comfortable while you're out there. Yeah, I think the goal is, like you said, to make everybody safe, but also to feel safe. You know, it's, uh, it's hard when you're stuck in your house for three mm-hmm. months, four months, and, um, and getting out to the, to the world, and the world's been portrayed as scary. So mm-hmm. uh, we want to make it less scary on the golf course and safe and kind of like your sanctuary to get away from what's going on. And it, it does help. It's helped me personally. It's it's great to be out there. It's great to get the fresh air, you know. So if there's anyone, um, any of our members that are out there that are apprehensive, come out and give it a try. Absolutely. You know, people need people and, uh, and fresh air and, and uh, it helps helps keep things in perspective of, you know, living life. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's good. We're, uh, I, but I can also say I think everybody is about over it too. So hopefully mm-hmm. COVID go away. Well, you know, the COVID has changed a lot of things in the world, and one thing it's changed is raffles. You know, the the raffle tickets, the handling of money. I mean, I went to uh, a store the other day, and there was a big sign, change shortage in the United States, please use debit card, which is just weird to me that, you know, somehow we've run out of coins during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a result, you know, we still, you know, we're still a charity. We're still a 501c seven and the junior golf foundations of 501c3 and we still need to raise money so we can do some good in the world and so we're hosting a virtual raffle it seems like everything's going virtual and online nowadays um so the wscg has a virtual raffle i looked at it online and there are some really really cool things you know we try to uh try to stay out of the box on this one stuff mm-hmm. that you want that you'd want to do that you dream to do trying to kind of make dreams come true i mean who doesn't want to go play on Nancy Lopez's team for the Nancy yeah. Lopez Cup with her as your captain? Really? And who doesn't want a golf trike? I know. I'm I, oh my. <laughs> that thing's cool. I could definitely get myself in trouble with that thing. Biker Weaver. That's right. Not- Busted Weaver on a bike. <laughs> you might. <laughs> so, I mean, we've got trips to the homestead in Virginia, Sam Sneed's course. If you haven't been there, it's winds through the roads to get there you might see some bears some elk on your way to the to the amazing hotel it looks like a a castle almost similar to the Mm -hmm. biltmore it's so big 
Wow. Um, just a fantastic place. And then also we're giving back. So we're buying some $250 gift certificates to for lessons to your local pros. So, you know, Marty, who's your pro? My local pro is Tony. So if you want, you know, if you win, then we'll call Tony up and say, hey, Tony, um, Marty's just won $250 of golf lessons for you. Here's the $250 to help everybody out. You know, it's, it's all about giving back and, mm-hmm. and making a difference. And that's what we continue to try to do. I think it's a good thing. If you, if you haven't purchased your ticket yet, head over to the website. It's front and center. You can't miss it and take a look at everything that we have to offer. Yeah, it's www.wscga.org. And it's right there. You can't miss it. It's one of those, you know, mm-hmm. instant pop-ups. So go buy your raffle tickets today and get this. When you buy your raffle ticket, you can pick which item you want. So if you don't, if you're not taking golf lessons, if you're just a natural gift at golf and you don't need a lesson, mm-hmm. then you can put your ticket in to win um, a trip for two to the Solheim mm-hmm. Cup next year in Toledo. I mean, And there are tickets for local food and local shopping. I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah. And... Whoever out there may win that trike, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> it might cost, you might make more money off of this. I might. Go out and sign up today and get your raffle ticket. So one of the things that the WSCJ raffle is going to support is the WSCJ Junior Golf Foundation, which was founded in 2005. Um, it supports junior girl golfers in the state of South Carolina with many opportunities. We've got the Bob Handler Scholarship, which gives... Uh, last year, we awarded three $3,000 scholarships to South Carolina girls to go to any school, not necessarily based on golf ability, but um, more so based on the essay they wrote on, you know, what they're going to do with their life and how they're going to, you know, become successful in the future. And we wanted to be a part of that. Um, we also have joined up with the Youth on Course movement out of Northern California, uh, which gives Youth on Course juniors, at least 18 and under, an opportunity to play golf courses for five bucks. Wow, that's great. I mean, I go play golf course. You know, back to the scholarships, I was kind of standing in the wings when the scholarships were awarded this past year. And being a new new board member to the WSCGA, it was really exciting because they were there with their parents. And it was just a really cool moment. And it was a proud moment to see that we could help these girls that way. Yeah, and we surprised them. They thought they were only getting $2,000, but they actually mm-hmm. got three. The WSCGA added $1,000 each to wow. each scholarship. Um, so that was great as well. Um, youth on Course has 144 girls registered in the state of South Carolina to play Youth on Course, which is just amazing because last mm-hmm. year I think we only had about 15. So that wow. has increased an- immensely. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, and then also another great stat is we have over 800 junior girls playing high school golf in South Carolina. That's amazing. I mean, it's such a small state, and the athletics in the state mm-hmm. of South Carolina are amazing. I mean – Think of all they the national are. championships we've had with college sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just great. So part of the Junior Golf Foundation thing is we do host a high school invitational. Um, we take the top 12 high school teams in the state and the top 12 individuals who aren't playing on any of those teams to compete, and it's all expense paid. The schools don't pay for anything um, other than their hotel room to stay uh, for the night to compete, and the girls just love it. They get a really cool tea gift and, um, you know, kind of spoil mm-hmm. them. Yeah, who doesn't yeah, want to be why not? Yeah, why not? That keeps them coming back. <laughs> I know, right? You know, spoil yeah. me, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, and then another thing they do is we do an LPGA clinic. So we take the pros from the South Carolina Women's Open, which we'll come back to, and they do a clinic for the girls. And we usually have at least over 100 participants participate in this clinic. But this year, with COVID, we're going to try to mm-hmm. take it virtually. 
via Zoom. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it took a lot of thinking on that because I'm not the most tech savvy, and thank goodness we have our marketing guy to, to tell us, like, this is possible because I come up with these crazy ideas, and um, but he's the one that makes them possible. Thank goodness for him. That's great. I'm not tech savvy either. Yeah, thank goodness for 421 so. Media. But uh, so we'll be doing that, and uh, you know, date and time of the virtual clinic will be later. It'll be released to the membership, and everybody, anybody can watch. Um, but it'll be focused towards the junior girls, which will be cool. And we'll send them a rule book and some kind of golf gift uh, for participating mm-hmm. um, to keep them in the game. Oh, that's great. How about the Jane Covington? That's coming up as well, isn't it? On the 31st. Yes, August 31st. August 31st. That's right, August 31st. Yeah, that's the Junior Golf Foundation's biggest fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, the money raised for that, you know, it uh, goes to another program they have, the JGAT Junior Assistance Program, where they mm-hmm. give all the girls reimbursements of up to $400 for entry fees that they've played this year in golf tournaments. Um, and if you're a, you know, a parent with a kid playing athletics, $400 doesn't sound much, but it no. goes a long way because yeah. there are a lot of golf tournaments that these girls there play. There are, and, and golf, as everyone knows who plays golf, golf is a, is a, uh, can be an expensive sport. Absolutely. So anything we can do to help is, is, I'm sure, welcome. So I know when I was a kid, prices were a lot lower, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not showing my age, but they were a lot lower. But I would play, in junior golf, I'd play five different tournaments monday through friday different one each day at a different golf course and um so and again entry fees then though were like five dollars ten dollars yeah fifteen dollars the big one was 50 yeah (laughs) okay you did just say Clarissa. (laughs) (laughs) but we won't talk about that because i think you're younger than me and you always will be (laughs) i would listen so i'd say some of this stuff i'm like dang i'm old So not looking at my rotary phone I've got over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it works. So, but also the next Junior Golf Foundation event is the Georgia-South Carolina matches. Um, Georgia's hosting this year. It's at Sea Island, Georgia, and St. Simons Island. That was just completely wrong. Sea Island Golf Club on St. Simons Island, Georgia, um, August 1st and 2nd. Uh, South Carolina is... I'm going to say finally, sorry girls, finally defending the championship. We won last year. Um, it was the first time we won in five years. And guess what, Georgia? Hate to break it to you. We're keeping the trophy. We are. We're bringing that hardwood right back to South Carolina. So just, you know, it'll be fun hanging out with you for a weekend, but uh, you're going to go home empty-handed. I'm calling it now. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Bye-bye. Well, Clarissa, the South Carolina Women's Open and Pro-Am is coming up, and the Pro-Am is on August 13th at Cobblestone Park in Blythewood. And entries close July 31st, so if you haven't entered yet, um, please do so. It is so much fun. And I'm going to tell you, the reason I look forward to this event is because I played last year in the Pro-Am for the first time. And the reason I played in the Pro-Am is because my handicap isn't low enough to play in the Open, or I would. So I get to go bust it with the big, big sticks in the Pro-Am, and I'm going to tell you, it's a lot of fun. I played last year, and uh, I played with uh, Loretta Young, who is out of uh, um, Texas, I believe, and she was carrying the Folds of, um, Folds of Honor bag yeah. as a re- representative for her state, and that, that was just really awesome. To, to see that and to talk to her about that. It was a really neat thing. And I think, isn't that how you got your nickname? Because Loretta came in and told me, she's like, man, that Marty can bust it. She did? Yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. Isn't that how you got busted, Marty? I think that is how I got busted. <laughs> hey, you know, there's a story behind everything, isn't there? 
Oh boy, I don't know if this is safe for me doing this podcast with oh, you, yeah. but you know, let's keep it rolling. Okay, we'll try to keep some secrets. <laughs> so anyway, the Pro-Am is a lot of fun. It's um, three amateurs and a pro, and uh, I'm going to, in a little bit, Clarissa's going to talk a little bit about that part of it, and we'll hear who some of the pros are, and it's going to be really, really exciting. So I would say sign up. It's $125 per person. And uh, they, they put on a great, great, great event. It's a lot of fun. It is, it is a professional pro-am. It is well run and it is an absolute blast. So come and bust it with me at the pro-am. Heck, you can sign autographs. I will. I will be there for autographs. Yes. All right. Well, we'll keep try to keep the line to minimums. So yeah, time to I'll probably up. be somewhere like off of the fairway because that's where I usually bust it. But anyway, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But you signed up as an individual, but you can also sign up as a team, right? The yes, you can. Team. I did sign up as a team last year, but this year I signed up as an individual. Okay, yeah. So people, anybody, men, women, children, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Come up, sign up for the Pro-Am. I promise you, you're going to love it. Uh, it's the day before the South Carolina Women Open starts. Um, and the South Carolina Women's Open is this is the third year. Uh, the first two years, we were at Seabrook Island Club on the Ocean Winds course. And we have moved it to Cobblestone Park in Blythewood because Seabrook is under construction. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they've done with that Ocean Winds course because it was amazing when we played it. It was. And uh, I think they're taking it back to some kind of the original design that it originally was. And so mm-hmm. um, looking forward to, to going and just going down there and playing and, and seeing how that course turned out. But the South Carolina Women's Open at Cobblestone Park, again, that's an amazing golf course. That started out, I don't know if you have the history of it, it opened in 1995 at Home of the Gamecocks. And it was a PB die golf course. And it was designed and created by Ed Robinson, who, uh, in case you didn't know, invented the cockabooses mm-hmm. down at the stadium. I didn't know that. And the goal was you had to be a athletic booster at South Carolina mm-hmm. to be a member at Cobblestone Park. Back then, it was called the University Club. And so it was a it was a home of the Gamecocks, a huge supporter of the Gamecocks, mm-hmm. still is a huge supporter of athletic. The Gamecocks t- uh, clubhouse is out there, the Wardle House. Uh, and it's just a great venue. And... Uh, the senior am and the senior pros will play two days august 14th and 15th and i think they'll be really excited uh, to play this course it is a true die course dog mm-hmm. legs uphill lies downhill lies and um we have some pretty cool uh players registered to play because it has become a, an official legends points event if we get 40 legends to our players playing and two-time defending champion rosie jones has won our south carolina women's open the first two years she will be back um amazing golfer Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Hall of Fame, Legends Tour Hall of Fame uh, pers- yeah. member. That's some big time stuff. So yeah, and also we have Michelle McGann. Now I tell you what, if you want to see a woman pound a golf ball, holy cow, McGann can rock it. I actually would love to see her hat collection. <laughs> she wears the best hats. She'll have some with her. I think she I'm has sure over five hundred. Yep, yep. She's bringing the hat, and her dad's coming, and I think she even might be bringing her dog Teddy. Oh, that's um, great. I told him he Teddy can hang out at the house while we play. So, um, Amory Pauly, she's been here the last couple of years. Uh, she's the first international player to win on the LPGA Tour, and she's from France. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> so, also part of the Open is the Open Division, which is uh, under 50, uh, am and pro, and that's August 14th, 15th, and 16th. So the younger people play three mm-hmm. days, and the seniors play two. Um, again, we have defending returning champion Sydney Legacy, who is a South Carolina junior girl, and she's playing on the Smetcha Tour nowadays. Um, working her way up to the LPGA. 
Um, South Carolina legend Karen Wolf. I mean, can you? I mean, yeah. history right there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, talk exactly. about class and just you know consistently straight down the middle. Yeah. Um, she's got the experience behind her, then she's always in the run for all these events. She, she does, and you know what? The other thing about her being a higher handicapper, she is so always so willing to help and um, to give solicited advice. Yes. And so forth, you know, with your game and so forth. She's she's just a great woman. Yeah, just a just a doll. You got to watch her play. And then, you know, Hilton Head's Savannah Hilton. Mm-hmm. Um, she's playing. She was in the uh, playoff for our state and with Anna Morgan. We'll mm-hmm. come to that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a junior or senior. She's committed to go play for uh, Furman University this year. And then we also have players from all over the world. We've got players from Quebec, Canada coming, from Arizona, um, last year we had the first female golfer coming out of Burma that played. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and she was in the playoff for the championship with Sydney Legacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, if you want to see some great golf at a fantastic golf course um, in just the great town of Blythewood, I mean, they have so many fantastic restaurants there, um, and the community is awesome. I think mm-hmm. you you were the there ta- Yeah, I used to work for the town of Blythewood, actually, as their municipal clerk for, for a long time. Went worked for uh, four different administrations. It's a it's a great community. They're always they're always uh, finding ways to support this sort of thing, you know. And uh, um, you know, I, I'm originally from Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania Dutchland, actually. So as they say, it's just down the road a piece way. So make sure you come to the <laughs> uh, to the South Carolina Women's Open in Blythewood. It's a great little town. So and everybody's heard of Blythewood. So you can't mm-hmm. tell me you haven't if you watch The Voice. Uh, Cam that's, West. That's right. That's right. Cam West is from Blythewood, South Carolina. And, I mean, what a talent there. He finished fourth on The Voice. He has an amazing voice. And um, maybe we have a little snippet of his of his song, I think, uh, Ain't No Sunshine. Let's hear that for a second. I mean, listen to that. I mean, what soul in his yeah. voice? I mean, you can tell yeah. it's definitely from the heart. And that's you yeah, know, that's it's, the it's, town of Blythewood. Yeah. You know, they give it their all, and, and everyone's genuine and straight from the heart. And so mm-hmm. they're looking forward to having us there. So come on out to the South Carolina Women's Open and Pro-Am. August 13th is the Pro-Am. August 14th to the 16th is the uh, South Carolina Women's Open. Um, if you can't register to play, come watch, come volunteer, yeah. come be a part of it. Uh, I promise you, you won't. We won't regret it. Really, come and play in the Pro-Am. If I can play in the Pro-Am, anyone can play in the Pro-Am. But you do bust it. I do. I bust it. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's just busted. <laughs> you know, the South Carolina Women's Open, we uh, touched on Karen Wolf, and she, last year, won the Senior Championship Legends Division uh, that was held at Caledonia Golf and Country Club. And uh, this year's senior championship is coming up at Mount Vintage, August 25th and 26th. Um, And its uh, registration is now open. We have two divisions, championship and legends tour division. Last year's champion, Jane Pardis from Bulls Bay, uh, Mount Pleasant area. She shot 71-73 and won by eight shots. And it was the first year that uh, Jane turned 50 to be able to play in the senior championship. So she came out with a vengeance and, and ready to play for sure. That's awesome. You know, um, I registered for this, and I tried I, I tried something on, and it didn't quite work. I saw championship division and legends division, 
And just for the heck of it, I clicked Legends Division and went, wah, you are not old enough. <laughs> it's nice to not be old enough for something. It is, it is. finally. <laughs> doesn't happen much anymore, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's usually, uh, you're too old. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, or it's like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, didn't you, um, I think I heard a story about you in Mountain Vintage, Clarissa. Why don't you, why don't you tell me about it? It. didn't you play there when lpga or something like that i did play there so that was my so. first lpga event um my 2001 when i got my first lpga card and i was alternate so you know i'm close by so you know mm-hmm. easy you know 65 miles from columbia to get there and uh, come monday of the tournament i get a call uh, from Christy Coggins, who was the head women's golf coach at South Carolina at that time, and Hootie Johnson had invited the team uh, to come play Augusta National. And I was still uh, assistant coach then. And I'm like, oh, great, when are we going? She's like, Thursday oh of that gosh. week. I'm like, I'm in. You know, that, yeah, I'm not that, in the LPGA event yet. That's a no-brainer, you isn't know? it? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go play Augusta National. So then Tuesday night, I get a call from the LPGA. I'm in the event. So I went off the wait list. Got into the event, first round, Thursday at Mount Vintage in Augusta. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What are the chances of getting in my first LPJ event and my first invite to go play Augusta National on the same day? That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I can meet you at the turn. You know, I'm just down the street. And they're like, no, you'll have another. So I chose to go play Mount Vintage Plantation and Golf Club over playing Augusta National on that Thursday. Wow. And I don't think many people can play it say that, but I tell you what, Mount Vintage is an amazing golf course. It's the first time I played it. I finished thirty fifth mm-hmm. in my first event. Oh, that's great. And um it just it's close to my heart. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. golf course and I just love it. And the staff there, David the head pro, mm-hmm. they're just amazing to work with as well. So um come out, register for the senior championship at Mount Vintage. We'll do live scoring. If you don't want to come, you can watch online at WSCGA.org. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's a fun event. Sign up. Sign up today. You know, we were talking about some players, and uh, I thought we'd add a category called Who's Hot? Who's Hot? So we can just go through. We'll just give you a junior, an amateur, and a senior player on, on Who's Hot. And um, let's, start with the, let's start with the juniors. Um, we got this girl, Adrian Anderson. Uh, from South Carolina, and uh, she came out with a vengeance, and she won the WCJ Junior State Championship at Mount Vintage. Um, and uh, it was interesting, you know, colleges have been uh, put on hold as far as recruiting. I think July 31st, last I heard, is their time mm-hmm. that they can come out and recruit. And so Adrian, she's class of 2022, um, comes out of nowhere. Nobody really knows who she is. And she wins the junior state championship and beating a lot of players that are you know getting full rides to colleges next year in a couple years and uh i mean talk about a class act i mean she did it in style Mm -hmm. um shot 71 the final round and to be in a position that you've never been in uh, to still go low what a great opportunity um not to mention she's played in nine events uh this year so far and she's had five top finishes and uh has posted rounds of 66 68 numerous even pars um 73 from merle's inlet i mean wow what a class act and i made her give a speech i make the girls give a speech so they can practice for when they get on tour you know giving speeches right that's good 
did it no problem you thought she did it all the time um wow you didn't let me practice for this but go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i tell you what so with the college coaches not being able to recruit that night i got home and and i used to college coach and so i know a lot of them a lot of them we played with Mm -hmm. college with and uh i get this call and it's like hey clarissa tell me about this adrian girl like where'd she come from we had never seen her play we can't go watch and uh and so i did so her uh her uh, value has just mm-hmm. gone up immensely this summer and i think she's pretty much just signed her ticket to a full college yeah. ride somewhere good for her in the next couple of yeah, years yeah she's she's uh in a, a quiet and strong way showed has shown what she's made of and i think she'll go far so yeah and if you want to see her play we did a last four hole commentating for the junior state championship mm-hmm. and that's on our website um and you can watch this girl play and and uh and you'll be impressed as well so who's who's next marty amateur amateur anna morgan from spartanburg she won the wscga state am in a two-hole playoff against savannah hilton at the columbia country club and then the following week the carolinas women's amateur championship at bermuda run country club and won that by two strokes so that that's pretty amazing um she plays for Furman university and uh they're gonna have a strong year uh certainly if the colleges can play and from south carolina and uh future committed players have been tearing it up so far this summer so keep your eyes out for Furman women's golf team they're strong and they're coming out to get you yeah Justin some good recruiting there it's yeah uh, I think the four of our last five players in the final groups at the state am uh, were Furman players or commitments wow. and uh, that's pretty strong and you know to stay local you know yeah, there's no reason why you can't win a championship no, with South Carolina girls no that's what's big about this because lo- local local golf amateur junior senior <laughs> it's strong there's there's amazing women that play this game in the state oh absolutely and you know the senior division uh carrie rutan from uh, Gaiman's hall mm-hmm. um she came out she won the uh wscj state am state division um has been able to play a number of events i think this is the first year she's been able to play in uh more than just a couple of events mm-hmm. and you know she's top of the point list for our senior player of the year at the moment um one her team won washtaw plantation one day they got third at the Port Royal event one day. Um, wow. You know, she seems to have found her groove a little yeah. bit. Yeah, those are the events we've had since we've been able to start playing again. So. Yeah, and she's she's tearing it up, cashed out in all of them. Yeah. So, but you can't, you know, you can't leave out uh, Jane Pardis, who last year won CGA Player of the Year, mm-hmm. um, rocked it on our side too, and uh, and you know she doesn't get to play much. You know, she's mm-hmm. a mom of college kids and yeah. high school kids, and so it keeps her busy during the summer. But when she shows up for the championships. Mm-hmm. You know, she's definitely a field favorite. And then, of course, back again, Karen I was, Wolf. I was just going to say, can't leave Karen out. <laughs> I mean, she is just always up there. And I tell you what, uh, in the last last year in two of the championships, well, this year one round at the State Am, and then last year at the senior championship, she shot her age. That's so, amazing. Um, she says she's the only one that can, you know, that's old enough to shoot her age, which I find that hard to believe. But uh, shooting your age... It's just, well, you know. You know, that's why I keep trying to get into the Legends division because that's the only way I'll get there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's, uh, if we could all be so lucky to yeah. still be playing as great a golf that's as right. she is. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. It's, uh, it's cool. So, you know, South Carolina, we have some amazing women's golfers here. 
and mm-hmm. some, a lot of talent uh, from all ages 13 to mm-hmm. you know and you know one of the things that I found uh, and I keep going back to this because it's just simply true it's it's really it's fun to play with these ladies and to be I, of course I'm not paired with them or anything but I'm at the events with them and they are so welcoming and so unassuming and it, it's it's just a really cool it's a really cool atmosphere and they're, they're great women and they're great leaders in our in our golf community for the state yeah. oh absolutely and if you um if you get a chance to talk to them i always have mm-hmm. a habit of asking people what they do or what they did and mm-hmm. um i mean some amazing accomplishments from this from these women it here. is um one of them helped invent the formula for gatorade oh my gosh gatorade that's florida isn't it yep yeah university of florida yeah she gatorade. invented gatorade i didn't know that yeah I mean, it's just—it's just amazing. You would never know. That is know. amazing. No, you would never know. That's what I mean. They're so unassuming, and you know me. I'll just walk up to someone and say hi. And I re- actually, Jane Pardis probably doesn't remember me, but I did. I—I've I, kept hearing her name and hearing her name, hearing her name. And finally, one day, I just walked up to her and said, "Hi, I'm Marty." Um, now I'm going to have to tell her I'm busted. So, <laughs> well, you know, last, know. <laughs> last year she did come up to me after a few events. She's like, God, everybody is so welcoming and just, you know, you know, mm-hmm. asking me, you know, anything you need help with, or, you know, love to have you out. You're so glad you're out playing. I mean, yeah, everybody wants more people out. I mean, and make new friends. Yeah. And that's exactly. Where you're that's them. what this is all about. Yeah, that's exactly what it's all about. Meeting new people and, uh, um, you know, um, um, like continuing the friendships that you have nourishing them and stuff it's it's fantastic it's great because they do become lifelong friendships yeah and also you know nowadays getting out and uh you know getting out and and getting away yeah exactly it's 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 probably more for our mental health now to come out and play golf it doesn't really matter absolutely play just come out and play with us it doesn't matter how you hit it no you can bust it (laughs) (laughs) or you can birdie it right Clarissa that's right that's right (laughs) sometimes I have to bust it to make a birdie okay good I'm glad to hear that (laughs) oh that's awesome so you know going out to uh there's other things going on in the world too not just South Carolina women's golf I know it's hard to believe but there are other things going out in the world um yeah let's start with the LPGA tour where are they going Marty Mm -hmm. Well, the LPJ is back, and uh, they're going to be starting up soon, and that's great to hear because, um, you know, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure I'm a big fan and enjoy watching them play. They're coming to Ohio. They're going to be playing a, a new event called the LPGA Drive-On Championship in Toledo at the Inverness Club, and this is their inaugural year for that event. And um, what they've tried to do is they have two events back-to-back, so they're not traveling and it kind of keeps them in there. I think the word everyone's using, it kind of keeps them in their bubble um, during the COVID thing. And so after that event is the Marathon Classic, um, which is in Toledo at Highland Meadows Golf Club. Um, Clarissa, what else do you know about this? I don't, I don't know too much about this. So so the um, the Highland Meadows Golf Club that's mm-hmm. been there for, it used to be the Jamie Farr Classic. Oh, okay. I do remember that. Now yeah. I'm aging myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from math. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it? Clinger? Clinger, yes. Yes, Clinger from MASH. So um, that's been there forever. They changed the, the name to the Marathon Classic. Um, the LPGA is trying to keep the, the ladies from traveling as much. So mm-hmm. they changed dates to have them in the same city for two weeks, which is great. Um, Toledo, Ohio, and that area has an amazing mm-hmm. fan base. 
Um, unfortunately, they're not doing spectators. However, I do know that Highland Meadows, uh, the border of the golf course is lined by houses. So I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of mm. family barbecues maybe going on during this event. So it'll sound like spectators, but they won't be on site or coming through the gates. Um, they'll mm-hmm. probably be just sitting in their backyard. Oh, watching. that'll be nice because that'll be different. It, I don't know. It, you know, I've been watching golf on TV and it is different. It's you know, very it's, different not having spectators. And the players are coming out and saying that they prefer to have the spectators there. They miss that. Yeah, because, you know, you feed yeah. off the spectators. Mm-hmm. You feed off the cheers. Oh, yeah. You feed off. I remember I played at, uh, at Highland Meadows and um, I had created quite a, a little fan base there with those ladies, just amazing ladies. Mm-hmm. And we were playing the first round and um, they had, we call it Red Pop. It's not red pop, but we'll call it red pop. And uh, walking around, caring with them. And uh, and they were just, every shot I hit, I mean, they were just going nuts. Just crazy yelling, screaming, cheering. And it was so funny. It was so fun. And I get into the locker room, and um, I think Jill McGill goes, and she's like, Clarissa, what did you shoot out there? Your your gallery was going nuts all day. I'm like, 75. She's like, oh, my gosh, I thought you shot like 65 by the way that everybody was cheering. And um you know, there's just a fun crowd, and they get so into it, and yeah. so it's... Uh, it's got to lift you and motivate you. Oh, absolutely. You know? you know, and, you know, I used to always say coming into 18, um, if I missed a green, I'm like, well, the gallery loves it when you chip in on 18, and, you know, probably half the time I would chip in just because, mm-hmm. you know, I knew, and then, yeah. of course, the crowd goes wild, and it's just it's just so much fun. Yeah. And uh, so, but what great events, and, uh, you know, it's glad for them to be out there. You know, golf's one of the only sports mm-hmm. that uh, you actually have to show up and play to get paid um, and, and, and compete and perform. Yeah, this is, their, I mean, this is their livelihood. Yeah, you don't make you the know, cut, you still don't get paid. Imagine you know? all the sports that aren't happening now. Yeah, caddies, you know, you know mm-hmm. the caddies have their weekly salary and um, they still get paid, you know, when you're playing. And mm-hmm. it's not, uh, you know, there's no bench riding in golf. No, that's right. And uh, so it's, it's good to see everybody out and, and playing mm-hmm. and hopefully... Um, they'll let spectators out soon and yeah. and kind of bring the whole ambiance back and uh, it's fun and then the Symmetra Tour which is the mini tour for the LPGA mm-hmm. is going to Battle Creek, Michigan uh, July 24th, 26th and have you ever been to Michigan Marty? I have never been to Michigan oh my ever. gosh, you gotta go I flew over it and that's about it so Michigan is there. such a great state to go, and I'm going to say in the summer because it gets pretty cold in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the world's largest Christmas store there, uh, Bronner's. They have, oh, uh, wow. of course, Mackinac Island, um, you know, with the Grand Hotel, Christopher Reeves, you know, mm-hmm. big hit film. Yep. Um, and that two weeks of the year at Mackinac, they do a back-in-time uh, theme, you know, a time to remember. And the whole staff, the whole island, everybody dresses in, in the old-time yeah, clothing, the and they spend... Clothing tons and tons of money on these outfits and it's just all oh that's you know, awesome. realistic and mm. um you know sleeping bear dunes which was the number one destination place um in the country last year that's up by traverse city the cherry capital of the world um mm-hmm. holland michigan they do the tulip festival mm-hmm. uh, largest tulip festival in the united that states that sounds awesome i hope they get to play i mean covid's gonna kind of shut things down in michigan for now but yeah michigan's um Michigan still has a lot of things closed, so yeah. um, hopefully, I hope they get to play. You know, obviously experience the great state, but also again get back out there mm-hmm. and make a check and make a living of some sort. Yeah, that's right. So, and then we got the PGA Tour. They've been going for a few weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, they're at uh, I think they're at the Memorial this weekend, aren't they? They are at the Memorial, Muirfield Village in Dublin, and I I just read yesterday that um, it's been two weeks since any um, PGA Tour players have tested positive for COVID, which is a good sign, although they did have one caddy 
test positive at Muirfield. I can't say that. Muirfield. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. So that's better. Yeah, that is better, and that's a good sign. That's a good sign. They've taken really strict precautions, and hopefully that's working. So, yeah, it's, you know, golf is probably um, one of the safest sports to play during Mm -hmm. COVID. I mean, you can do your six-feet distancing. You just have your own gloves. You don't have to touch anybody else's stuff. Um, I know I actually rarely touch the towel if somebody dropped it because you never know what's on the towel. No, you're right. (laughs) You 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 have a sense of of control when you're out there playing because like you just said there are things that you that name you know i don't pick up anyone's clubs when i'm coming off the green and it feels very awkward because if you see a club laying there you're going to pick it up yeah you know but i haven't been doing that and it kind of seems wrong not to do that but it is the right thing to do i'm with to not do that yeah i feel the same thing i like walk by i was like man i wish i can pick those clubs up for them but yeah uh, but just keep on walking so um, but, you know, in Mirfield Village, what a great course. It's a Nicholas course. Um, it's tough. I tell you what, a lot of dog legs. It's, it's narrow for the guys, for sure. Well, I watched it yesterday for a little bit, and the fairways are very firm. The greens are very firm, and the rough is high. Yep. And they were, they were hitting the balls over the greens all day long. Oh, Either wow. on a bounce or on the fly because Ooh. they came out hot or something because they were in the rough. Yeah, they haven't had yeah. much rain up there, I don't think, in, in the Ohio mm-hmm. area. So, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's home of uh, Wendy's Corporation up there in Dublin, Ohio. That's right. And, you know, Woodlands Country Club here in Columbia, mm-hmm. South Carolina. I don't know if many of yeah. you know this. Back in the late 80s, uh, Dave mm-hmm. Thomas traded his yacht for Woodlands Country Club and then mm-hmm. had his boat captain running the show. Yeah. And uh, he used to live in the second Ken McCar- house. And, uh, Ken McCarthy? Yeah, Ken yeah. McCarthy. He was his yeah. boat captain, then became general manager of a golf course. Yeah. There's a change for you. And it is. Then, it is. And he, ju- he just left there not that terribly long ago, a few years ago. Oh, really? He was there up until a few years ago, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and Woodlands is a great course. It is. I'm a member there, actually, and uh, it's it's looking good now. Oh, good. It's in great it's shape. It's looking good, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's, uh, you know, Dave used to come up and, and eat and play and own the second house off the first tee on the mm-hmm. right. And he'd drive around in his Garnet and Black Model 4T golf cart that he'd run around cool. out there. Yeah. So I think his picture is still up there. So, yeah. Actually, I have yeah. a signed picture right here Do in you? my hallway from oh, him. Oh, cool. Yep. So, what a good what a good man. Did yeah. a lot of good things. So, unfortunately, with the PGA Tour, though, they canceled the British next year next week. And I just love watching the British yeah. with the wind. And, um, wow, that last year, was it last year with Henrik and, and Phil? We're just going wire was to wire. Was that last year? Or two no, years ago? No, it was two years ago. Because last year it was in Ireland, and uh, I can't think of his name. I can see his face. <laughs> oh, oh you know who I mean. Oh, my gosh. Rory? No, it wasn't Rory. It was... Uh... Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, well, we're good at that. Major brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Did you just bust it? <laughs> oh, I did. I just busted it big time. Oh. <laughs> So, but one other cancellation this year. Did you read the Rose Parade? Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, canceled the You're Rose kidding. Parade. Yeah. I'm oh, how, has that ever happened before? So the last time the Rose Parade was canceled was in 1942, 43, and 45. I knew you would know that. How did I know that you would know that? I guess because you're from California. Yeah. Well, I did grow up over <laughs> but, the hill from the Rose Parade. So, um, yeah, for the World War II was the last time they canceled oh the Rose Parade. Yes. Wow. And uh, and you know, in 131 years of the Rose Parade, it has never been rained out. So if you want an outdoor wedding, get married in L.A. on New Year's Day. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, oh, my God. We grew up watching that. That yeah. was a big deal. 
Oh yeah, a big family thing. We would, you know, we watch the rose parade. We used to go and help put the flowers on the float. You know, every flower is in their own little vial of water, and everything on the float has to be live. So there's nothing fake, and it costs about a minimum. Well, I'll say the cheapest float or the minimum float is two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then go up to a couple million dollars to build those floats. Oh and they gosh. start they start planning in February. They start putting the flowers on three months in advance, and it's twenty four hour process with volunteers and stuff. And um, I mean, it's a big. It's you have a big to see deal. it to believe it. I bet it's yeah. just amazing. And if you didn't know, when you watch the rose parade, um, there's an orange line painted down the middle of the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And that's how the guys driving the floats drive. They just see the orange line. They can't see just outside the, the line. So they just follow the line on driving the floats. Wow. So it's uh, it's pretty disappointing about the Rose Parade. I mean, what a... Um, it's just such a great event. Mm-hmm. And if you've never been to the Rose Parade, I highly suggest you go um, mm-hmm. at some point in your I've never been. I've been to the Orange Bowl and marched in the Orange Bowl Parade when I was... Many, many moons ago when I was in the high school band, we went to the Orange Bowl and that was fun. Oh, nice. But I've never been to the Rose Parade. So, yeah, my dad used to run the Sunset Parade, uh, which would go down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, okay. And uh, so he would run that. And we, my sister and I used to ride in the covered wagon dressed up as cowgirls, waving, going down the plate. Little House in the Prairie look. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) And then there would be the after party, you know, the after party. And um, the last year I remember we had... um, That's cool. Billy Barty. Remember him? Under the Rainbow? Yes, I do remember Billy Barty. And uh, Bo and and Luke Duke Hazards and Boss Mm -hmm. Hogg and Roscoe P. Coltrane, they all rode in it. And um, somewhere I have a book with all their autographs. It was was cool. That is that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah, great experiences. A, oh yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. One of the other things that I noticed that um, I read earlier this this week, back to the COVID thing with golf, um, is that uh, some D one all the way down, Division two all the way down, um, colleges are cutting their golf programs. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Men's and women's. Dartmouth, I think, is I read about Darth, Dartmouth this week, and there's a couple others. I think Akron and and one other and I don't remember but they're completely cutting the programs and I think Dartmouth actually closed their golf course wow which I'd, I I mean I don't know the particulars obviously but that has to be tough because like we've been saying throughout the cast that, that that's the one thing that we can do right now yeah it's play yeah. golf and it, you know unfortunately golf usually aren't uh, money making sports uh, yeah. for colleges however lots of recognition and boosters and everybody play it um, mm-hmm. It's tough, and you know you got the football season. You know, what are they mm-hmm. going to do there? I mean, they're they're losing millions. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I can't even imagine. So, and they fund a lot of the sports, and you know between that and basketball mm-hmm. and soccer and baseball, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you know, I'm glad I'm I'm just happy I'm not Ray Tanner right now making these decisions. Yeah, can you imagine? They met. I think I think the SEC ads met a week or so ago, and I and. I don't know if I should have mentioned this or not because I have no idea what the outcome was, and I don't even know if they've announced anything. But they did all meet oh, um, to discuss, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I know uh, ACC, Clemson. They announced that they were just doing in-conference games, mm-hmm. which would mean no Carolina Clemson football game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can get a waiver on that one. That's that's pretty big. But that is big. It's huge. Um, so we'll see. You know, yeah. it's just it's like like everything. It's just kind of. Just see what tomorrow to, brings. Yeah, you do. You just have to wait and see. And uh, this is, gives true meaning to one day at a time, doesn't it? So, yeah, it's it's crazy. And uh, who knows? It's the world's crazy at the moment. It's uh, a lot of unknowns. So um, I think we're about wrapping it up. I don't know. Uh, Busted, do you remember Paul Harvey? 
I do remember Paul Harvey. And uh, how he used to have in, in the rest of the story. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you think we do about one of those for golf? I think that sounds good. So um, we picked a Grand Dunes Resort golf course down in Myrtle Beach um, to tell you the rest of the story. So Grand Dunes was built in 2001, I believe, um, by the Burroughs and Chapin and CEO CFO Doug Wendell. And to get to the property for Grand Dunes, they had to go over the intercoastal waterway. Wow. I didn't realize it was that new. So, yeah. And they built a $10 million bridge to get to this property. Um, Yeah. First of all, you're thinking, man, who builds a $10 million bridge? I know. You look at the bridge and you don't think that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's beautiful, though. It is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So they build this bridge to get to the property. And the golf course, once you go to the bridge, is right there to the left. And every stone... Like there's a lot of round stones. Every stone that you see lining the edge of the intercoastal waterway and also the Grand Dunes Marina was pulled out of the intercoastal waterway while they were digging some lakes and stuff to make it. So all of that was natural and they're just kind of repurposed. The course is 7,800 yards from the tips. And the reason was that is because, and this now this is 2001, and they saw that golf courses were going to be, need to be longer for a PGA Tour to play. And obviously his vision was correct because a lot of golf courses that were built back then are too short for the guys. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to believe that you're saying golf course is too short, but no, too short. So Grand Dunes is 7,800 yards from the tip. But what a lot of people don't know is that the 18th hole is a dog leg right par four. And there's a lake behind the green. Mm-hmm. And then behind that is the practice putting green. Mm-hmm. So Doug Wendell's vision was to host someday the Ryder Cup Championship at Grand Dunes Resort Course. And so the 18th hole is built like that. So if they needed to get the course to 8,000 yards, that they would use the practice putting green as the green for the 18th hole instead of the green on this side of the the golf course. Wow, quite a visionary. Yes. uh, (laughs) Back in 2001. Absolutely. And and there you have it, ladies. Wow. There's the rest of the story. Okay, so this is Birdies or Bust. And we'll see you next time. Ciao.